Hello, welcome to the self-learning platform by Dr. Shushma Singh. Today in Unit 5 Equality, we are going to start our lecture with Marxist concept of equality. In the Marxist-Leninist philosophy, equality is defined as abolition of classes and equal social status for all. It denotes identical conditions of people in a society, but having different contexts in different historical epochs and among different classes. In liberal society, equality has been taken as equality before law, while the exploitation of man by man economic and political inequality and the actual absence of rights for the working people remains intact. Real liberal theory proceeds from the right of every man to own property, but the main thing that is relation of the means of production is not taken into account. Marxism proceeds from the premise that whether it is economic equality that is in the sphere of production, distribution and consumption of material wealth, political equality that is classes, national or international relations or cultural equality that is in the sphere of production, distribution and consumption of cultural values, all of them are impossible without the abolition of private ownership of the means of production and liquidation of exploiting classes. As Marx wrote, we want to abolish classes and in this sense we are for equality. Similarly, Angels wrote that the demand for equality has either been the spontaneous reaction against the crying social inequalities, against the contract between rich and poor, federal lords and serfs, slaves and masters, serf fitters and the starving, or the demand has arisen as a reaction against the bourgeois demand for equality and serving as an agitational means in order to stir up the working class against the capitalists. In both cases, the demand is for the abolition of classes. In the same vein, Lenin felt that only the abolition of classes will achieve social equality and help promote the all-round development of human personality. Just as the bourgeois demand for equality was made in relation to feudalism, the same demand is made by the proletariat against the capitalist state and the capitalist class. For the proletariat, equality means abolition of the private ownership of the means of production and of human exploitation elimination of classes and eradication of all political and cultural discrimination 
against the proletariat. Socialization of the means of production must proceed the universal obligation to work and equality of pay regardless of age, sex or nationality though wages may be according to quality and quantity of work. Marx empathetically rejected the possibility of establishing equality between men in the sense of equality of physical and mental capacities for him. The aim was not leveling but an enhancement and differentiation of personal needs. Marx claimed that only by collectivizing the means of production and by material incentives would the productive force be developed to a point where every human need is finally satisfied in a fair mean measures. The question of establishing equality in socialist or communist societies came to the forefront after the Russian Revolution. During the face of the dictatorship of the proletariat, Lenin declared that the socialist system retains some elements of social inequalities owing to the inadequate development of material production. The survival of substantial distribution between mental and physical labor, between town and country. Political inequality must also operate to the detriment of the former class of exploiters for whom there would neither be democracy nor rights. This is because classes as such would not be entirely abolished despite class antagonism. After the collectivization, Stalin claimed that economic antithesis and social gaps between the industrial workers and the peasants were decreasing and becoming blurred. Classes still existed but they were now harmonious and they tended to draw attention closer prior to the formation of the classes, classless society. All the citizens had the same political rights, all enjoyed electoral franchise and eligibility for getting elected to the Soviets. On the other hand, there would be no equality for the known confirmist or equal opportunities for the potential opposition. An aspect which was criticized by Rosa Luxemburg after the revolution, the constitution of the erstwhile USSR established equality of rights of Soviet citizens in all sphere of economic, cultural, social and political life. During the early years after the revolution, the policies of the state were titled towards equality. Examples of this were virtually equal remuneration for all types of work, uh, 
equal ration, equalization of property, abolition of ranks and titles. However, subsequently when industrialization was launched, the demand of technology necessitated the training and employment of skilled labor and specialization. This in course of time led to the emergence of a new class of intelligentsia with the result that several scientists, artists, leading party functionaries, senior government officials were sometimes paid around 20 to 30 times a higher salary than the ordinary worker. The end of the 1930s saw the establishment of a class structure which was highly differentiated. The extreme inequalities of the Stalin era were largely overcome by raising minimum wages, socialization of the means of production, uniform wage fixing, a relatively standardized supply of consumer goods, etc. Similarly, social and political control over the process as of basic foodstuffs, fairs, rents, etc. helped greatly in achieving economic equality. Difference in status and income were also mitigated by welfare facilities and services available to all citizens such as free medical care, scratches, day nurseries, etc. Considerably progress was achieved in the equality of women. Again in 1956, all the tuition fees were abolished in educational establishments. A systematically Large-scale development and promotion of educational facilities enabled, at least in law, any Soviet citizen to receive education suited to his needs and ability. However, the political field offered a different picture. The system of government remained centralized and authoritarian and the whole apparatus continued to be controlled by a Politburo of the CPSU. This group virtually controlled the means of production and distribution of national resources, formulated ideological policy, and manipulated public opinion through strict control over press, radio, and television. This prevented the masses from being becoming fully aware of the prevailing inequalities and their implications. In the Western liberal societies where equality is constitutionally guaranteed as a political and legal principle, one's attitude towards its acceptance or its opposition is tolerated as an expression of ideological opinion. 
toleration of the most diverse opinion is essential to the principle of political equality when comparing the extent to which such a demand has been met in the liberal or in the communist regimes on the soviet model one finds that the latter is lagging far behind to invoke an ideal of to invoke an ideal of society in the name of equality when in practice justifying inequality in the form of repression of those who are unequal whether through the dictatorship of the proletariat or by some other authoritarian regime is so out of keeping with the normal trend of industrial society that one is compelled to question the principle of economic and social equality propounded by marxism and practiced in the erstwhile communist states now let us move to the next point summary of the unit from the above discussion we can sum up the concept of equality as follows equality is a value and a principle essentially modern and progressive it is related to the whole process of modernization in the form of political egalitarianism it is also taken as a criteria for radical social change it is related to the development of democratic politics equality can be understood only in the context of prevailing inequalities all human societies are characterized by some form of social inequalities of class status power and gender talking about equality while lasky associated it with the absence of hereditary privileges availability of opportunities and universal access to social economic benefit brian as turner has gone a step forward and talks of equality in term of availability of opportunities equality of conditions and equality of outcome or results the rise of liberalism was associated with fighting against federal and religious privileges it talked of only legal equality which meant two things rule of law and equality before law the advent of democracy called for equality in the political sphere that is the right of every citizen to participate in the political process this principle was expressed in the right to vote the right to stand for elections to hold public offices and no distinction on the basis of caste color sex religion language etc the attention to the socio economic equalities was drawn by marxist writers while marxism believed that equality can be achieved only through the abolition of classes and the creation of a classless society 
Liberal writers claimed that this could be achieved through social legislation and social services such as minimum wages, tax exemptions, unemployment benefits, free education, etc. Social equality talked of discriminations based upon caste, creed, religion, language, race, sex, education, etc. The contemporary liberal concept of equality is summed up in the concept of egalitarian. An interesting controversy with liberalism has been the relation of equality with liberty and justice. While early negative liberalism saw an inherent contradiction between equality and liberty and saw the former as a threat to the later. Positive liberalism believes in the reconciliation between liberty and equality through regulated capitalist economy. Similarly, although philosophers like Rawls have made equality as the basis for their theory of justice, yet they have no hesitation in justifying inequalities though with the condition that these inequalities should help the least advantaged in the society. There has been a continuous debate whether adequate equality has been achieved in liberal countries. To a considerable extent, the problem of equality in the liberal countries boils down to the complex relationship between politics and economics. Although people are more equal socially than they were before the advent of the welfare state, yet basic inequality in terms of power, prestige and wealth continues. There are massive inequalities in the distribution of wealth both through inheritance and personal achievements in the occupational field. The government, in spite of being a welfare state, cannot ignore the welfare and redistribution of resources, but at the same time, it has to pay attention to the requirements of the free capitalist economy. Recently, American sociologists like Talcott Parson and Kingsley David have declared that inequality is a necessary condition of all social organizations. Instead of worrying about the origin of inequality, they have attempted to demonstrate that social differentiation and stratification are essential to social structures. However, since the history of the idea of equality has been to a considerable extent intermittent and sometimes violent, it is desirable that the debate over equality should be an unending one and with every new resolution a beginning for a new one.
here we want to close this lecture thank you so much for your attention